0: So it looks like the counties are going to open up again.
1: At least a little bit. Slightly less fascism.
0: But all of the news that's come out this week is super confusing.
1: Oh, you mean like the CDC completely flip-flopping on whether or not this can be transmitted on surfaces or not?
0: Well, okay. One of the reasons why they closed gyms and restaurants was because of the surface transmission. The tables at restaurants, the menus at restaurants and the equipment at gyms. Uh Uh-huh. But now they're saying that it doesn't get transmitted on surfaces like that. Whereas before, they said it did.
1: It's very confusing.
0: So that means these places have been forced to stay closed because of bad information. And this is why I've said all along that when you're dealing with something that they've never seen before, why were they so ready to overreact like it doesn't make sense to me why wouldn't you why wouldn't you have a measured response like a carefully measured response
1: i would think that strong suggestions of precautions while they did more research probably would have accomplished the same thing with less rage because i think businesses that were scared or didn't want to be open would have closed and businesses who wanted to stay open would have stayed open and people who wanted to stay home would have stayed home. And people who didn't want to stay home would not have stayed home. Exactly what's happening now with less fines and less rage.
0: Yeah. And it's it's intriguing to me because like, also I find out that there's a, there's a disinfectant out there that literally all you do is spray it onto surfaces and let it dry. And it, it takes care of business. You don't need to wipe it spread it around or anything like that. Just spray it on and let it go. And so a lot of gyms that are open are using this spray and they're just leaving bottles of it around and they're telling people after you use the equipment, just spray it and leave it. I mean, that can't get any simpler.
1: Most gyms ask you to spray your equipment and wipe it down anyway.
0: Exactly. It's gym etiquette. Nobody at a gym that actually goes to the gym and is serious about the gym is going to have a problem with that. Nobody. Nobody.
1: Makes sense.
0: But, I mean, we live in such a weird time because I never thought Americans would just allow their rights to be taken away like that. I never thought that.
1: Bend over and tell the government to take their rights away? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's akin to all the people who say, oh, if they come for my guns, there's going to be a war. Well, why wasn't there a war over this? Like, it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Well, to be fair, the if they come for my guns, people are the same people who are mad about this. At least they're still mad.
0: Well, but then as far as being in a crazy time, like like you got you got a presidential election coming up, and you got Joe Biden goes on and uh, a videoed interview, a videoed interview, and says to the black guy who's interviewing him, who said, "Well, I'm having a hard time deciding between voting for Trump or voting for you." Biden's answer was. If you can't decide whether to vote for me or Trump, you're not black.
1: It's very confusing. It's like why would you even say that?
0: It's racist because the inference is if you're black you should be voting for Biden.
1: Is it because he was the vice president to a black president? Is that what's being implied here?
0: It's what's being implied is that black people are supposed to be democrats. Oh. And I you know, it. they're essentially he's also calling Trump a racist by saying, well, if you're a black person, you're not going to vote for Trump because he's a racist. But now it's causing a lot of stir and black people are annoyed by it on social media. There's a lot of black people reposting that video talking about how racist Joe Biden is.
1: Your our our friend Wildstar posted it earlier. And so, what I saw in my Facebook feed was that from him? <laughs> and so I watched it and I was all alarmed. And then I scroll down a little bit farther and I see that thing where it says Joe Biden has the Murano virus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't.
0: But all right. I feel like these supposed guidelines for reopening are just as blurry and and
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Undecided. As the guidelines for closing were.
1: Uh-huh. And I mean, it says, it says part of the guidelines for reopening, all people must wear a cloth face covering in public places, comma, when they're shopping, comma, or while they're at work. That's what it says in the article that I looked at. Well, why do you have to wear it when you're alone in the park? <laughs> Nowhere near anybody else. That doesn't make any
0: sense. Well, no, it actually would. I read the article in the Orange County Register and said where you're out in public and you can't be more than six feet away from people yeah, who are not in the same family.
1: That was the next sentence. So does that mean if the grocery store is super empty, you don't actually have to wear it in the right. grocery store? Also, also, I find it very interesting that the Canadian equivalent of the CDC came out like two days ago and said... Um, that the mask wearing is causing serious issues for people with breathing problems, people with mental illnesses, people with anxiety and autism specifically. And now when the mask guidelines come out in Orange County, they're saying that people with um asthma, medical problems, or mental health issues that cause problem or cause made worse by wearing the mask are exempt. But so where's the
0: exemption coming from? That's the thing. Again. The guidelines don't exist for the exemption. They just say, if this is the case, then there's an exemption. I mean, can't I just say I have anxiety? I would think so. And done. So there's going to be a lot of people with anxiety. Right. So that they don't have to wear those stupid masks.
1: Well, they do make it incredibly hard for you to breathe. Maybe you do have anxiety from having your mouth covered.
0: But you know, these (laughs) people that are like, got to wear a mask no matter what. Are not consistent with their stance on any issue. Because, on the one hand, we should have Medicare for all. It's a right, it's a human right. Um, Everyone should have Medicare, and that way they can get medical attention. And nobody should be left to die, and nobody should be exposed to the virus. Well, (laughs) I want to ask all of you who say that. How many of you have considered in the last 10 years how many people have died after you exposed them to the common flu? Have you bothered to give that any thought? I haven't.
1: Nobody can. Answer and I the don't question. think you have
0: either. Because not think anyone has
1: crap loads of people are asymptomatic common flu carriers as well.
0: And that's the point. This has gotten to the point of being ridiculous. It's like, OK, let, let's. Let's just kind of lump a whole bunch of things in here. And I'm sorry, but this is going to be controversial. And if you don't like me and you want to unfollow us and stop listening to our show, because I said it, that's okay with me. Then you're not my people and you shouldn't be listening to me. (laughs) But like, the, the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ people, I mean like, and I'm sorry, why do we need to keep adding letters, and adding, letters and adding 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 letters and making it more complicated to even understand what the heck it is? You know what? You could say LGBT. That's fine. Lesbians, gays, bi's, transsexuals. Is there a reason why we need to add queer? Isn't that, isn't a gay person also considered queer? I mean, I don't understand any of that, but here's where I'm getting at with it. It's become like this progressive issue. Um, First it was, and and I get how this works, and I actually agree with this part, but first it was, you know, gay people have rights too, and they do. Gay people have rights too. Gay people should not be treated any differently than straight people, ever, ever anywhere for any reason they should be able to get the same jobs play the same sports go to the same places do the same activities as everybody else they're human beings just like the rest of us but that's where it started and then it was well now we have to make sure that um, transgender people uh, can use whatever bathroom they want to use remember that big outrageous argument a couple years back
1: the one that I decided I didn't care about and then I started posting hilarious pictures of pre-existing transgender bathrooms well yeah, and then and then or sorry, gender neutral bathrooms. And then it
0: became this massive thing that businesses have to have gender neutral bathrooms. Sure. Okay, well these these things are what this is what keeps happening to our society. Now we're turning into, "Oh no, we can't allow viruses to spread from person to person. We can't allow that. That's wrong. We need to protect people from viruses spreading." why is it anyone else's job to protect me from getting sick
1: it's not well it might be my job to sometimes provide, protect you but, from if, getting sick. but if but if i want to go
0: if i want to go to a bar that's crowded with a thousand people and risk getting coronavirus isn't that my prerogative to do that yeah and risk getting coronavirus isn't that my prerogative to do that i mean i understand Even this is kind of backwards, if you ask me, that they're worrying that I'm going to get the virus and then I'm going to continue to go out and spread it. And they're making that a criminal offense. Like there's been people who have said they've tested positive for it and they've purposely gone out and done this, that or the other thing. Now, I get the intent there matters, that they knew and they went out purposely. But do they do that to people with the flu who still go to work and infect me with the flu? Nope. And why not? Why is it any different?
1: As far as I know, the only other thing that you can spread to people that is got criminal shit attached to it is HIV. So does that mean coronavirus is HIV? Did you know
0: that in California? I know. um, It's not illegal anymore?
1: That's a whole other kettle of annoyance. We don't want to talk about that.
0: Here's the thing, okay? (laughs) I feel like we have become too much of a politically correct society where every single thing people have to be put into a bubble yeah and they're not allowed to go out in public because god forbid we go out in public and like exchange germs i mean let's face it let me ask you a question do you have you seen any studies anywhere that says the human species is on the brink of extinction
1: (laughs) all the scientists say we're on the brink of extinction Really? So we're going to blow ourselves up with nuclear weapons.
0: You know I'm going to ask you to prove that point, right? Blowing yourself up with nuclear weapons is not extinction. Extinction is you slowly can no longer reproduce, and you're getting killed off faster than you reproduce. I get it. Are we in a position where we're going to go extinct? I don't think
1: not so. Not if you use that definition, but so the usual definition why? people use is the doomsday calculator. But That's
0: yeah. not extinction to me. Extinction is like... You know, you're as a species, you're no longer going to exist because you can't procreate as fast as you're dying off. Oh well, like dinosaurs are extinct because they are now gone. Your definition of distinction is different. Okay, so why are we trying to protect ourselves so much from the spread of communicable diseases when, I mean? I can understand if we were on the brink of extinction.
1: I have to tell you something now. Have to. I read this article. And so your definition of extinction is less less births than deaths. So, slowly dwindling population, okay? So right. there's a, the United States is already on the verge of a baby bust where people just aren't having children anymore. Right. And they're saying that this pandemic and this economic crisis is going to shove the United States straight into a baby bust. Like, no babies.
0: Okay, and the point?
1: Wait, doing the quarantining and causing the giant economic crisis is shoving the world into what you just said we're trying to prevent.
0: Well, yeah, but but... but- <laughs> The bigger problem for me in all of this is that we're not on the verge of extinction, and we've never worried about this before. And my point is, how long have human beings been around? Long enough. And we've just allowed these things to spread, and we've developed vaccines to stop the really bad things from causing mass deaths. But... Nobody has ever said, oh, let's lock people down because there's a measles outbreak.
1: There are people who say that this is the Earth's way of cleansing itself and limiting how many people are on it. Makes sense. I mean, science has been saying for years that we've already surpassed the Earth's limit of population because we're living for so much longer.
0: And I ask this question because I was told by an idiot that (laughs) I am a danger to humankind because I think people should have a right to go out and about without masks. So why oh aren't people a danger to humankind who go out and about without masks when they have the flu or the common cold or any other respiratory infection? It doesn't make any sense. And that's the part that irritates me is that we're willingly giving up rights because these whack jobs are in control. And these whack jobs are putting restrictions on us in such a way that we can't do anything about it.
1: Well, do you notice that it was a two week lockdown? And then they're extending it for another two weeks, and now it's been
0: two and a half months. Yeah, it keeps getting extended for just two more weeks and two more weeks and two more weeks yeah. and two more weeks. And and here's the thing, okay? I'm gonna I, I say this all the time, but I apparently have to keep saying it. In like every episode where we talk about anything political or controversial, just because you feel one way and I feel the other way and you're on the left side of things, that doesn't put me on the right side of things. I'm not a rightist. I'm not a far right wing <laughs> wacko. I'm not any of that stuff. I couldn't be any closer to the center than I already am.
1: It's that's and
0: it's frustrating to me that people are that dumb that they have to apply labels like that to everybody, and there's no reason for the labels other than to just disparage you and pick on you.
1: You mean like the dude who called me a left wing hack because I said both Trump and Biden are too big of idiots to be the leaders of this country? And I don't
0: understand why they get to that leap. Like it, it just why does that put me on the left?
1: I didn't say that I wanted Bernie.
0: Well, because you're in a situation in this society where (laughs) you're with me or you're against me. That's how people look at it. And so if you're not with them, then you can't be one of them.
1: My response to being called a left-wing hack, though, I have to tell you, all the people have thought it was funny. I will read it to you if I can find it.
0: Generally, if you're going to bring that up, you should be prepared to uh, read it. it. The
1: The thread is being strange and everything's in the wrong order. And I said, you're definitely incorrect in everything that you've said. Perhaps someone will figure out where someone stands before resorting to being a fucking moron and telling them what they believe, smiley face. It will make you look a lot less
0: stupid in the future. Well, that's one of the new personality types in society is the people who tell other people <laughs> what they themselves believe.
1: Jackass is now a personality type?
0: I mean, I mean... I can never come up with a good example on the spot because these people that do it all the time are so asinine, but like, okay, example, did you vote on measure A? Well, I vote on things that are on my ballot. Oh, you committed voter fraud. <laughs> really? I did? <laughs> because I said I vote for things are on the ballot and I purposely was being cagey and not answering your question. You were being vague. Vague yeah. is not voter fraud, dumb shit. Well, and that's the thing. Like, just why do we jump to those conclusions? Or like I said, you know, I, I did that, that interview and I scratched my nose and someone asked me, was that some kind of signal? What? Why does it have to be some giant overtone to everything? And that's what this whole pandemic has created. You know, oh, my God. You, you know what's going to happen next, right? People are going to be at work and they're going to get shamed because they're going to have a runny nose because they have the common cold. And they came to work.
1: Or they're going to be allergic to the fucking plant pollen that's running rampant right now. And they're going to be at right work now. and
0: people are going to think they're sick and they're going to get shamed because I've of it. I've
1: come to the conclusion it's the jacaranda trees that I'm allergic to, by the way.
0: But that's where <laughs> it goes with this. And that's why I'm so loud about it. It makes me angry. In case
1: anyone couldn't tell.
0: Makes me angry. <laughs> that people get mistreated in that way. There's no reason to treat another human being that way just because they have the sniffles.
1: I think my friend that called me a left-wing hack could listen to our podcasts beginning to end, first episode to now, and and still still not find where I land
0: on the political spectrum. And they'd still call you a left-wing hack. Right. (laughs) But that's because, you know, in all fairness, that person loves Trump. Oh, yeah. So, therefore, you must hate him. And that's, you know, we've talked about this so many times but people, you have to get out of this mindset that just because I don't agree with you a hundred percent, that I must disagree with you a hundred percent because that's just not true. Like, like there's so many topics where you and I are so close, but yet maybe (laughs) I take it a step further than you do, or you take it a step further than I do. And like we've talked about common ground that's what you need to look for with people is common ground if we're going to get along as a race and all human race get along with one another we have to have common ground example for us when we were dating and you lived in another country how many arguments in the beginning did we have about no that's illegal no it's legal here no it's illegal and then i would say to you honey i just did it 5 minutes ago it's not illegal And you'd say, well, it's illegal here. Well, after a few of those, we suddenly realized maybe we should check and see what the differences are and find the common ground.
1: My favorite was the liquor stores. When the one time, I think it was the first one too, you insisted that you could buy vodka next to your potatoes. And it was funny that you could buy them together. But I was like, no, that's not the truth. There's a wall between those things. At grocery stores here, and
0: now you know it's not true that you can right. buy it here. I mean, and and that's the thing. Common ground is really important to find because if if you know, like, when you're trying to decide when you're when you're um, trying to decide something, and there's like three angles to it, you, I always think of that chart where they have the circles, and there's an intersection of the circle. The Venn diagram. That's where you want to be is in the intersection. Mm-hmm. That's the common ground. Mm-hmm. That's how you bring in the most people to your side of the argument. And common ground is not something most people seek. They all seek high ground or low ground. They don't seek common ground. And like, I'm sorry, you can sit there and yell at me all you want and be as loud as you want and tell me that I'm a danger to humankind, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all it does is make you look like a freaking moron. It makes you look like a psychopath. It makes you look like one of those, those conspiracy theorists who, and I'm not talking about people who have legit conspiracy theories. I'm talking about the people who are like, you know, well, a rabbit ran across the screen and when rabbits run across the screen, that means the person's telling a lie. Like, where do you get this crap from? Your grandpa told you this or something. And so now you believe it. Like that (laughs) is stupid.
1: Oh shit.
0: Common ground people. You have to find the common ground. If you find the common ground, All of a sudden, it's like... The only way I can describe the experience is when a storm is over and the clouds break and the blue sky and the sun shines through, suddenly you're like, oh, all is good in the world. The the rainstorm is over and now the sun is coming out and everything can go back to normal.
1: See, out of the two people in this conversation, only one of them likes it when the sun comes out after the rain. So is that
0: why in movies, that's one of the the, uh, literary, literary techniques is to use... Cloud breaks and sunshine to show a change and more towards a happy side. Of course, it's you didn't why. didn't
1: listen to what I said.
0: Yes, I did.
1: Out of the two people in this room, only one of them likes it when the sun comes out.
0: But the point is that- I in, get
1: your point.
0: As far as common ground goes, it's more likely that you're going to find more people that see it that way. Fine. And you, you have to consider that when you're having a conversation with somebody. And it, it's- I think it actually goes a step further. It goes to what we've talked about before with relationship issues. You have to assume good intentions on the part of the other person. (laughs) And when you approach it that way, you tend to ask questions rather than pass judgment. And I'll admit, I was guilty of passing judgment a few years back. Now I'm more the ask questions guy. And the funny thing is, then the person I work with gets upset at me because I ask questions. (laughs) <laughs> but I ask questions to understand where you're coming from to find the common ground so that we can continue to be friends and move on. And as we've discussed, if an issue is 10 feet wide and I only believe the first eight feet and you believe the first nine feet, well, the first eight feet is common ground. Yep. And we're going to agree on that. You know, and it, and it's that way with like like political spectrum, you know. Everybody talks about how libertarians are so weird and blah 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 blah. But the point is, even libertarians, when you really, if they're really intellectually honest, some of them believe all drugs should be legal. Some of them believe that five-year-old children should be able to drive a car if they want to. Others are more pragmatic and they realize the issues that that can cause in society. Where you, you know, we talked about once about the shooting up centers and. There are libertarians who are against that and there are libertarians who are for that. And that's okay to have have both sides of that. But the common ground is they believe adults should be able to use drugs because it's their body and they should have control over what they do with their body. And that's why I find it contradictory that they don't want to have shooting centers because I mean, if I'm allowed to use drugs... Why shouldn't I also be allowed to make the choice to use drugs in a place where it's safe?
1: The other one that always kills me, and I don't understand why there's such a large disconnect with libertarians, is abortion. Some of them are very anti, and some of them are very pro-choice.
0: Yeah, it does doesn't make sense. But hey, you know what? We got to wrap this up because you got crazy protests going on every single day. There was one today. There's, there's a group now that's been meeting, doing church in a park in San Clemente. And they're saying the, the government can't stop them. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. And... You know, I I actually don't understand why churches weren't allowed to be open. They should have just simply made some guidelines for them. But see, that's I'm beginning to feel that that's the shortcoming of government overall is that there's no follow through. So like like if we were to have a policy for our employees that we wanted a, it to go a certain way, we would we would create the policy and we would say, "Okay, well, what happens in this scenario? Well, this is what happens. Well, what happens in this scenario?" This is what happens. Well, this could happen as well. Okay, well, then we need to have this happen. And we would cover all of the bases before we roll the policy out. And if we forgot something, we'd fill the gap at the appropriate time. And I don't feel like the government has done that. I mean, I feel like at the point when they decided that things can't, it doesn't get transmitted by uh, surface level, then why can't the restaurant open?
1: It's no coincidence that that came out from the CDC Hand, less than less than a week. I don't know when the CDC thing it's was. It's only been but four days. That's why I said less than a week. Um, later things are opening.
0: Like no, there's no coincidence there, and none. It, and it should have never been closed in the first right. place. And it's going to come out in the end. You guys, watch all of you naysayers who listen to this and call me a right wing wacko. Well, if I'm a right wing wacko, then I'd rather be a right wing wacko because I'm correct. You know this. This is not because I'm a genius. This is just. Using common sense. I do not agree with, you know, one of the things you always learn in management is attack the problem, not the person. And I feel like they didn't attack the problem.
1: Yeah, they attacked the people.
0: (laughs) And with that, I have nothing left to say about this topic.
1: Well, I just want to say one more thing that I wanted to say like three minutes ago, but you were on a roll. Um, Do you remember the night we finished moving and then we went to Chili's? Yes. And it was like the last day you were allowed to go to sit down restaurants in Orange County. Yes. And they were seating every second table to keep people yes. safe. Why Why was that not enough? Why Why disinfect the tables, seat them at every second table? Further,
0: remember, they, were, they had a manager sitting at a table disinfecting the menus.
1: Yeah, exactly. They were taking a shitload of precautions because they didn't want to go here. So why did the rest of us have to See, go here?
0: F- I'm sorry. I do have one other thing to say. <laughs> Free market system society when people do when businesses are good citizens and they follow the rules and they show that they care about their customer and that they've got their customer's best interest at heart and they're trying to please all of the customers by coming up with a common ground that everyone's comfortable with that people and and then being and them being comfortable With customers saying, no, you're not doing enough. I'm not going to go there. You know, as a business, you decide what level you have to rise to. Okay. Some businesses have sensor machines at the front of their um, stores with sensor tags on everything because they don't want to have even one thing stolen. Other businesses understand that theft can be part of business as a retailer. And you just have to have systems in place to make it stop. And spending money on a sensor system isn't something they want to do. So they rise to the level of where they feel the most comfortable. In this case, in that incident, Chili's wanted to stay open and they wanted to keep their customers safe. So they were doing that. But if you and I didn't feel safe with that, We don't have to go to Chili's. We could never go to Chili's then if that was the case. And other people who are comfortable with it could go there every day if they want to. The point being, once again, free market rules. If enough people felt that Chili's wasn't doing enough, then Chili's would have two choices. To give us the middle finger and say, screw you, I'm not changing, and go out of business eventually. Or cave to the pressure of society and change. But that's how things should be. I mean, we've talked about it every time. If you vote and you make sure that when you vote, you think about what's best for you and your family. Then you're going to and if everyone did that, the person that got elected is going to be representative of the best interests of society as a whole. It's just going to happen. And that's the same thing that happens with free market. You have to let the market decide which businesses stay open and which businesses close. And, you know. I feel like that would have been the natural progression for this lockdown situation. Instead of shutting everything down, warn people of the dangers. You know, when you go to the barber, make sure that the barber's disinfecting the comb. I mean, I'm sorry, they're already supposed to be doing it. This is the thing. It reminds me of the conversation we had with Abe about Amazon. Oh, well, they need to do this. Well, don't they already have laws doing that? Yeah, but we need new laws. Why? We already have those laws. So why do we have to create laws to... cover for the laws that we already have that we're not enforcing well if you're supposed to disinfect the table after you know i mean aren't isn't that what's supposed to happen with a restaurant aren't isn't a restaurant supposed to be cleaning off the table and making sure that when that little kid was sitting there spitting all over it that they cleaned that up right i mean that's what they're supposed to do right i would think so yes and if they're not doing it and enough people see that Wouldn't that mean the pool of people who go there gets smaller and they slowly don't make money? So my point being, if that haircut guy over there doesn't make me feel like he's keeping me safe, I'm not going to go to him. I'll go to somebody else. And if enough people do that, that guy will have to shut the doors or change. But only pressure from society can affect that. Only pressure from society can affect that. You cannot make that happen by shutting people down and giving government mandates. I mean, look at the talk we had about Costco. People go into that, I mean, that's the most brilliant thing they've done there, is in that back corner where they have tons of space, they directed the traffic in a circle so that no one would pass one another. And adult human beings couldn't figure out the rules and follow them. Well, there should be someone there that says, look, You go with the arrow or you get out of here. But see, that's where we always fall down in society. We set rules and then we don't enforce the rules. That's why kids run rampant because parents tell them, oh, you have to be home by 10 o'clock. And then when they're not home by 10 o'clock, they get a slap on the wrist at most. Mine knew you don't call me, you don't come home by curfew, I take your car keys away. Now, what are you going to do? You're going to comply. I mean it's it's that simple. And I don't understand why we needed to get all totalitarian and shut everything down when society would have handled it itself. And you know what? Unfortunately, where we live, everything would have been closed. It would have, no matter what. But maybe in Utah, maybe they'd be a little more relaxed or Nevada.
1: Everything would not have been closed in Orange County.
0: Everything in LA would have been closed. Well, yeah, but you know, that's the thing. It's the society and but that's okay. That's how it should be. I mean, I believe we should set our own rules about a lot of things in the areas where we live. But anyway, your point is valid. Your your point is very valid. (laughs) We should have allowed society to handle this because we would have handled it how we felt best. And you know what? What would have happened? They would have said, oh, well, in Orange County, the cases are really high. And that's because they're so lax. And then as a society, we could think about that and say, you know, they're right. We need to be more strict. Let's require more. But no, we didn't do that. We went from zero to hundred. Like we just we just went apeshit about restrictions. And that's what we do in California. Regulation after regulation after Welcome regulation to after regulation. I'm surprised. I totally agree. I don't remember who said this to me. I think it was Kenny. We're all surprised that they didn't ration toilet paper and tell you you can only use two squares. At a time. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm shocked by that. That is really, that's how far they normally go. So (laughs) I really hope that we don't have to talk about pandemics and viruses for much longer. But I have a feeling that society as we know it has made that pivot. And these things are here for the long haul.
1: I'm moving to a state that's less. We have to. I don't even have a word that I can say on this podcast to describe it. We have to. On that lovely, happy, curse word-filled note, Good night, everyone!
0: Hasta la bye-bye! Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant.
1: If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play.
0: If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating.
1: This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.